Welcome to episode three of the Do Less podcast. I'm Jake Velasquez. I'm Mike Bramante. Have you been, Mike? I'm good, man. Uh, how you doing? Doing well. Uh, we had a little bit, you know, some technical difficulties to get this podcast started. It wasn't as smooth as the last episode, but I think we'll that's okay. Out. We're figuring it out. We're tech wizards at this point in time. Nothing you they can the tech uh, technology can throw any problem at us it wants we're gonna figure it out yeah I'm starting to realize why guys like Zuckerberg or Bill Gates dropped out of college you learned so much more sitting at home trying to start a podcast than uh, you would in college this is the most I've learned in thirty years oh I'm an engineer at this point you know <laughs> we're gonna probably pursue careers in coding after this yeah I mean we're gonna have to because they're be no other jobs available soon enough uh comedy's on its way out unfortunately no it's done so yeah if this podcast doesn't make it we better you know learn some code it's gonna be like one of the three jobs that you can do yeah politician coder podcaster we got two out of the three covered i know we got two out of the and also if you're a podcaster and you produce it yourself you're probably also a coder so you should start with the yeah. podcast. I don't know what coding is, but we're doing it right now. <laughs> Code is being <laughs> um, how's How's your week been? It's been good. Worked a little bit. Uh, had a work no, call. I, I don't like to hear that. I'm going to yeah. stop you right there. I don't like to hear that. <laughs> I know. It was not, not, a, not a great week, honestly. I had a work call interrupt the pod. I mean, talk about priorities. That was uh, that was a failure. I almost feel I like, like I don't deserve to be on this pod after that. You feel like a hypocrite. Yeah. Uh, I've been a little concerned uh, about you this week because I've been texting you, and I'm not getting immediate responses. So I'm like, what is this guy doing? Is he busy doing something? So it was a mix of a couple things. I've, I've had a couple days where I was busy, but I also had a couple days where I, I hide my phone in my apartment. So oh, I, interesting. And I, and I highly recommend it. I do like that. I've tried that recently. Uh, I'll put it in like a drawer for an hour, and I'm just anxious the entire time. You don't see. This is the thing. You got to break through the wave of anxiety. Because I agree, the beginning is is brutal. It's it's rough. I I feel like I'm not connected, but I am about that lifestyle. Like I want to be off the grid. I yeah. that's what I want. Off the grid is what we all want to be, which is so funny because we've never been more on the grid. But everyone We cannot be doing more stuff to be on the grid right now. We're on the grid all over the place right now. Yeah, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, though. I think I'm going to get a burner phone, and I'm going to use it Fridays through Sundays. So if you get the burner phone number, that means you're a close friend. <laughs> oh, interesting. I yeah. can't wait to I, – oh, yeah, yeah. I, be I better be on speed dial on that. <laughs> You'll be – yeah, three. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, dad, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a is it a flip phone? I think it's got to be a flip phone if you're going to be off the grid. I couldn't agree more. And yes, yeah. it will be a flip phone. I haven't gotten and it. Like, and if you like get in trouble, you can just like smash it on the ground and like keep moving. You know, yeah. like if it's if it's like a burner phone for some secret operations, yeah. you just, you know, you, you, you throw it in a dumpster and you light it on fire. Yeah, what's funny is most people get the burner phone because they are running some top secret you know, thing or yeah. just committing a crime. I'm getting a burner phone because I don't want to be on social media too much. That's right. I'm <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm clearly addicted. I think we need to consider both getting burner phones that we use predominantly. Like we, we can have the, the iPhones when we need to use them, 
but I think we should use burner phones, flip phones, uh, most of the time, ninety nine percent of the time. I like that. I like that uh, idea. I'm not there yet, but to me, that's making it when you could make a living with a burner phone. You've made yeah, it. you've made it. You did. You you want to reach me? You give me a call, and yeah. maybe I'll pick up. Like Dave Attell has the like. I don't think he has a smartphone. That's the coolest he thing I've ever heard because he's David Hell. Oh, it's the best. But if he was homeless, I'd be like, all right, this guy needs to get to the smartphone. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're in a position to be able to have a smartphone and you just don't have one, you're you're a boss. Yeah, I agree. Couldn't agree more. Um, what about you? What, what have you been up to this week? So I've been watching this show. Uh, pretty good show, I'll say this. Uh, it's called The Right Stuff. Uh, okay. it's on national geographic slash streaming on Disney plus, not a big deal. You know, got my sister's Disney plus account threw that up Congratulations. Uh, on the TV and it's big for me. So, uh, I've been watching this pretty good show. It's about astronauts. It's based on a movie. It's based on true events. Uh, and I got to tell you something about these astronauts. All right. These guys, they just want more all the time. Oh yeah. Like so the whole season is about them, you know, going to space, being the first in space, who's going to be the first. They're all jockeying for a position. And then the one guy who ends up going up in space in the final episode of the first season, spoiler alert, he comes back and he's like, it wasn't a big deal. He's like, <laughs> I, I want, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I want more this. I'm not happy. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds miserable. He's like, I am my hunger. Like I, I just always want more and I'm never happy. I'm always just searching for the next thing. So that means you're never happy. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the day where I never have to leave my burrow. You know, I'm trying to go in that direction. <laughs> I'm not trying to go. He's going the opposite way. He's trying to get out to space. Let me tell you something. I If I didn't have to leave a two-block radius, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. That's why I live in New York, because I got everything I need within two blocks. I go to the same place for lunch every day. I got a gym close by. I got a grocery store. I got everything you need. The only reason I go to other locations throughout the city is because of comedy. Yeah, because we haven't made it. But if you made it, we'd be passing the cellar living on the corner. Oh, we, we'd yeah. live around the corner and we would never we would never leave. Exactly. I would never leave the West Village. No, I, mean, I would never go on vacation. Oh, yeah. But I, I will say that I, I lived in Williamsburg, and that was one of the coolest things about it is everyone goes out in Williamsburg. You know, so you're never going to your friend's neighborhood. They're like always going to your neighborhood. So I just didn't have to leave. I thought it was good. that's a good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I like that. That was before uh, comedy, though. Right now, now we were forced to go different places, but you, we're not doing anything at these places, which so it's acceptable. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's so what I do you? Hate, what do you? I hate when comedians are like, "Oh, you're grinding, man." It's like, what are you trying to sully my name? You know. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I'm yeah. going to sue you for libel. Yeah, exactly. What were you saying? No, we're not. Oh, I was just saying, what What have you been up to this week when you've been putting your phone away? Oh, uh, I did some, some comedy stuff. I had a good show at uh, Tiny Cupboard. Uh, shout out Tiny Cupboard. We'll be moving this podcast to the Tiny Cupboard Network soon enough. Oh, come on. I mean, the Tiny Cupboard, what can we say? They put on the best shows in the city. Matt and Amy, the producers of the Tiny Cupboard, we owe you our lives. Uh, yeah, simple as that. Comedy owes you, not just yeah. us. Yeah, we've been we've been doing shows there all summer and fall and winter, uh, up on a rooftop. What's crazy? Uh, it's been 
they could be like, you owe us this much money in rent, but not only do I not owe them anything, I've made money there. Right. It's like, the, they, yeah, they're, they're and, saints. And they had a built-in audience, so we could just put together a show, and it was going to be a packed house, and they let us keep all the money. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Matt Navy basically came to us and was like, "Do you want a mate the best stage time the city has to offer once a week, and you'll get all the ticket sales? All you have to do is show up, and that's what they did for." And that's what they did, and they've been, <laughs> they've been, they've been enabling our mindset of we're not going to do much, but we're still going to get a lot out of it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's important to like doing less is you do have to surround yourself. With the right people and Matt, and you have to surround right yourself people. with the right people. That's an important yeah. thing. You got to pick the right people to be able to enable your lifestyle. Exactly, exactly. Couldn't agree more. We're very lucky so, to have them. So they're they're a sponsor of this podcast. We're on the network. They're our representatives. It's and our first our sponsor. Sp- not will not be our last. It will not be our last. Um, but I would rather have them be first than, than anybody else that's out there. Oh, of course. You want to attach your name to the tiny cupboard. They're too big to fail. It's They're <laughs> they're like like the Chase Bank of comedy right now. Tiny cupboard, too big to fail. Too big to fail. The, uh, that's the name of the episode. No. <laughs> uh, so what do you, what have you been doing this week when you've been putting your phone away, other than the show at the Tiny Cupboard? Oh, that I actually had my phone, but I recorded my phone. Uh, I've been doing a lot of meditation, which is great. Mm. Think way to do less. Uh, some breathing exercises. I'm reading this book called Breath by James Nestor. Very good. Highly recommend it. Uh, just focusing on some of that. and uh, You're just getting centered. I'm getting centered. But what's crazy is like, I love meditation because it's a way to do nothing, but it's productive. So in your head, you're getting something done, but you're not really doing anything. You're sitting. <laughs> so it's You're like, just sitting there. Yeah, it's my, it is nice. You're calming yourself. Yeah, exactly. I think it's uh, – and it kind of and, – and it allows you to do nothing but get something out of it. You know, you become more present or whatever the yogis say. So right. So you're like, you know, you go to the park, you're not doing anything, but it's like such an – a rich experience compared to if you had your phone and you're, you know, on it. That is the thing. They recommend meditating every single day, which is doing nothing every single day in order to feel fulfilled. Exactly. And you could feel fulfilled with almost, with the most basic things. And that's, uh, that's, you know, I we're big, we're big meditation guys. Huge. Basically the Dalai Lama, Mike Bermonti, the Dalai Lama. <laughs> Uh, I think, yeah, a lot. I think that makes sense to, to list me and him in the same breath, you know, speaking of breath, I think that, that, (laughs) I think that the Dalai Lama and me, um, belong in the same breath uh, at all times. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Talk about, you know, looking in a mirror. (laughs) Um, so we're going to get into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Uh, what we wanted to, to bring up ancient Greece. Okay. There's a lot here where they set a foundation for a lot of things that we think were essential to, to our mindset and our philosophy. Like philosophy. That was one of the things about ancient Greece. (laughs) Like philosophy. Let me tell you something. Back in the day, you could just be revered as a philosopher. And in order to have that sort of status in, in culture, uh, in society, all you had to do was what? Have an opinion 
on the yeah. meaning of existence. Yeah, think. I mean, right. now I consider myself an armchair philosopher, which means I just sit. And we are philosophers. I don't understand why people don't say that about us. Like, we should. Well, speak for yourself, a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. But so they kind of started Western philosophy, and but it was just coming up with pontificating about existence. Yeah. What do you think is the meaning of life? Right. What is that? That's that's nothing. You didn't have to be right. You just had to have an argument. And we are almost, if you think about it, we're philosophers in that we think of things the way they do, but we're <laughs> the opposite because we want no fat on the things we say. You know, a joke shouldn't have any fat on it. Philosophy. No, it's got to be concise. Philosophy is like ninety percent fat. You know, it's it's a lot of fluff. It's, it's all fluff. It's they, we're <laughs> we're just boiling it down to its essence. Exactly. They're not really saying anything. We're saying a lot with no Every, words, with less words. They all say the same thing in different ways. Yeah. And it, it all boils down to there really is no meaning. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, they've they've barely moved the needle, you know. Like you read philosophy, like in New York Times or something, has like some some uh, like article on some modern philosophy, and they're quoting Aristotle. It's like, can you update the ideas a little bit? It's been thousands <laughs> of years. You guys still haven't moved the needle even an inch. No, they haven't. It's all the same stuff. Everyone's just running around in circles, which is why we kind of like philosophy though is because it's all there's nothing to it oh i'm not making fun of it i'm trying to this is my sales pitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we're big proponents of philosophy uh they they started a lot of things that set the foundation for doing less right like they they came up with comedy they came up with acting the arts they were big into the arts and uh you know for that we, we thank them yeah, so I think uh, ancient Greece was like one of the first complex civilizations, and I think you need that to exist in order to do nothing. Because if you lived in the most basic form of society, where you're in like a tent in some mm -hmm. woodland, you're doing a bunch of shit. You know, you got to scrounge for food and do all this. I think ancient Greeks, they were the first ones to have this super complex system that they could have philosophers and artists and all those jobs where you really don't do anything. And, you know, you contribute these abstract ideas to society and get every all the material shit for it. That's a good point. You have to have the backdrop of a lot going on. Exactly. And you have to have a lot of complex systems in place to allow for nothing to take place within that system. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. I, <laughs> I think, I think like, yeah, because if you're, if you don't have a lot going on, your responsibilities increase. There's not a lot of things going on in the background. You're responsible for all those things. Yeah, no, and we don't – responsibilities. That's that's the last thing that we advocate for. Yeah. Another thing I really like about the ancient Greeks is like nowadays things are so specific. So if you want to – you know, a PhD student is like studying some like, you know, grains of sand in this desert. And like that's yeah. what they publish a paper and, that, you, you know, and you have to write a dissertation on, you know, a specific grain of sand in the Sahara Desert at noon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For like 20 years, just to prove you're qualified to write a book about sand that no one's going to read. But right. these guys, 
they were just, you know, make a couple of witty comments and all of a sudden they're qualified to weigh in on economics, politics, zoology, like, you know, dance, art, like everything. Like Aristotle was, if you look him up, the guy was writing about 20 different things and he only did one thing. He, he, he looked at stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good way, a good way to be able to do nothing is to, is to comment on everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're observing everything and you, you know, you're dangerous enough in, in different categories, but you're not, you're not, uh, you, you know, you're, you're not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for where you pigeonhole yourself into, into one thing. These guys, they had 12 different professions. Right. Exactly. Everyone just wanted their opinion on whatever it was. That's why I think one of the biggest keys to doing nothing is being wise. You don't have to be intelligent. You have to be wise. If you're wise, you could do nothing. Listen, it comes back to the, all you have to do is have an argument because if you have (laughs) if you're confident in an argument it doesn't have to be right people are going to respect it for sure for sure if it's well thought out and you're confident you've won oh if you come to me for advice i'll give you advice it might not be the, the 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 right advice or what you should do but at least uh i came up with an idea See, I respect that. I wish I was capable of that. What I do is I, I weigh in on a couple things, but more often than not, I'm like, I'm not the right guy to ask for that. No, oh, I'm always, yeah. you can come to me anytime. Here's the thing is I can, I can give advice to everybody else, but I, I can't follow it myself. Oh, like no. I'm just, yeah. My, my dad told me from a young age, do as I say, not as I do. And that's, I right. think I want our listeners to take that lesson to heart as well, because we're going to tell you a lot of things that we don't necessarily do, but you should do. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, we're trying to get better ourselves, but you know, we're trying to inspire you, and in turn, that'll inspire us. I think we would have had like ten professions in ancient Greece, though. Okay, well, yeah. Come- comedian, actor, artist, philosopher, writer, and or scribe. W- what's the difference between a scribe and a and a writer? I think uh, you wouldn't want to be a scribe. Scribe sounds so scribes, as in like. Yeah, so scribes actually do stuff. They have work to do. You know, Aristotle That's probably didn't write his ideas. He was just talking out loud, being wise and saying shit. And yeah, he's just saying stuff, and then the scribes, you know, diligently taking notes. Yeah, fucking pencil pusher scribe. <laughs> like, I, I'm not trying to do that shit. <laughs> yeah, good point. We're not going to be a scribe. No, scribe is definitely not in our, in our motto, but I would definitely be a writer. But I wouldn't publish anything. Here's the thing uh, that that uh, I have is I don't really need to write it down because I kind of remember everything. Like all my friends' bits, like I know them better than they know the Brits themselves. That's like right. I, 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 my my nickname in the some of my friends in college came up with this is the stenographer that's because right. I just I just remember everything. And so that's if you have a good memory then you'd have to do less because it's just all inside. Yeah, that's impressive. My memory stinks. <laughs> um, Remember? They also in- – go ahead. Oh, you ever say something and you're like, oh, where was I talking to you about this? And uh, they were like, yeah, that was this morning. <laughs> you know, like that happens to me a lot. Uh, that doesn't really happen. Yeah, there will they'll be the ones asking me the question, but I'll – be like no you, you know that that wasn't us or like that was us you, you know last thursday right right that's impressive um yeah i'm happy i'm i'm blessed with that with that ability 
they also invented ancient Greece. They they invented the Olympics. I think I don't know if that's true, but I think it is. The Olympics, I'm on the fence about because there's a lot of events. There's too many events. We yeah. don't like that. Like I do like the simplicity of all the things that they do. Mm -hmm. There's a little too much going on. Like I don't know how to like whenever the Olympics happens now, it's keeping score is impossible. That's why you need the medals we, up there and everything. We like the fact that it's not every year. Like we like like the, the the two years apart. Yeah, and we and the four years apart for each season Olympics. You know, we like that. What's going to happen that... with this Olympics? Is it going to happen in 2021, or is it now we just missed an Olympics? We just keep pushing it back. We just Let's just keep pushing it back. It's the pandemic. You can blame everything on the pandemic. Oh, for sure. For sure. Great way great way to do less is when somebody asks you to do something. It's like, hey, take out the trash. Uh, what do you mean? It's a pandemic. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, uh, you know, work a lot this week. I'm getting some complaints or whatever. Uh, you're not going to talk to me. <laughs> Oh, you're not answering calls yeah, not for your for your job. Yeah, you're like, not available. It's like, dude, it's been fucking one week. Can you chill out? You know, it's a pandemic. <laughs> we're we're in the middle of a pandemic here. Yeah, it's, it's never been seen before. Crazy. And I work in commercial real estate. Why do you need me to get back to you? You want to open a business right now? For what? Who's gonna come yeah, in? You would be doing them a disservice to I know. get back to them right now. I'm trying to look out for their best interest by ignoring them completely. And I think that's an admirable thing. I think, you know, you're really being ethical here by not getting back to them. You're not putting them in a, in a bad position. You, you're being a good guy by yeah. being unavailable. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I need, needed to hear that, I think. <laughs> um, I think this week I kind of realized, like, full-time comedian uh, is what I got to do. It's just such uh, a better lifestyle. And uh, so now that that's in my head, I, I can't work anymore. I've been one for the past two months and it's the best thing that's ever happened to me and what's you're not even in new york you're a full-time comedian from home i'm a remote full-time <laughs> that's just so impressive i don't even perform yeah it's amazing i mean uh, i'm a comedian <laughs> i'm a comedian on on social media and technology oh another thing uh i really like about ancient greece um the they wore the toga i'm a big fan of the toga mm-hmm you know, it's like everyone's dressed like they're getting out of the shower. I think that's cool. <laughs> they don't wear anything. Yeah. You, you just, it's nothing. You wake up, you bring your bed sheet with you. Yeah, you sleep in your outfit. Yeah, it's amazing. I, yeah, you don't have to lay out your outfit the night before. Guess what? You're wearing it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I wonder if there was, like, black tie events back in Greece. What would you wear? Was toga, like, the black tie event, or was that the day-to-day? Was there, yeah, I think weren't they just wearing togas all day long? Or yeah, was I think that... they were wearing togas all day long. And I wonder if there's a couple guys with like just some shitty stained up toga. <laughs> yeah, like how do you wash it? How many togas do you have? Are you washing like a do you have a closet full of togas or you just got like one that you're just wearing at all times? Yeah, because in the pictures they're always white, so I feel like they'd show stains. I feel like you gotta have multiple. Otherwise that you'd be, you know, laughed at. Right, I think you got to have a, a closet of fresh togas just yeah. ready to go. <laughs> yeah, when you're not using it on your bed, you wear it. Those were the original onesies because it's just it's just one it's just a sheet that's your top and your bottom. I think onesie was the black tie event. You know, you go to the black tie event, you pick up a onesie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get dressed up tonight. You gotta get dressed up. Give me a, a, some slippers and a onesie and maybe a hat. Mm. And hat, you know, maybe I'll wear a wreath on my head. 
Yeah. It, you know, look a little festive. Yeah, it's the simple. And then their shoe footwear, they were on like a little fucking piece of wood or whatever. Yeah, they they had. Like those slides. were like. They're like the Nike yeah, slides. slides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're Nike slides. <laughs> They're yeah. Nike slides. <laughs> In ancient Greece. Let me ask you something about this because ancient Greece, ancient, you know, mythology, did they came up with that, right? With what? With the you know all the 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 ancient Greek mythology, all the stories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's mythology is nothing. What is that? That's myths. Yeah, myths yeah. are are they don't exist. Well, coming up with myth myths myths mythology. It's myths or myths. I don't know myths. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it, but whatever it is, it's it's the same thing as philosophy. You just sit there and you think. You just make. Stuff you think. Up. You yeah. think of a story. It could yeah. be. You could go anywhere you want with it. But again, we're not saying this to like you know as a pejorative. It's like I respect what they did. They were so insightful. They're like the gods of like the do less, because they they del- you know it's like minimum effort, maximum output. They didn't really do anything, but they provided more than anybody. They provided a lot, and they haven't done anything as a society since then. That's the best part is like the Greeks today are still like the Greeks then, you know, like I met this guy in Astoria and he was like, my cousin, he's an animal. He works like 10 hours a week. I'm like, yeah. That's like part time. So <laughs> like what kind of economy do they have in Greece now? Like doesn't even exist because all they do all day is just chill outside, you know, drink a cappuccino and watch the waves break. A hundred percent. And those guys are probably super wise and everyone's like, oh, the Greeks are so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They like, uh. They're egotistical. They think they're the best because of the history they have, so they don't do n- anything all day. It's like, no, you guys are missing the point. They never did anything. We just don't respect ideas anymore. You know, we want, right. we want to see stuff, and they're they're just there thinking about cool things, and we don't respect that anymore. Yeah, everyone needs like to see products being churned out. They they don't respect just the lifestyle of let's just think about existence and just live it. Exactly, but that's what we're trying to switch. That's what we're trying to switch. Trying we're trying, to we would we would thrive Greece. in uh, ancient Greece. Oh yeah, we even if, and modern Greece and would, modern Greece. We would definitely be someone whose records had not survived because they wouldn't be as important as the. We were up against some pretty stiff competition. I got to be honest, but we would thrive while we lived there. Yeah, I think we would have done well. Yeah, we wouldn't um, be in the history But who knows? Books. Maybe, maybe though, maybe we would be remembered as one of the great philosophers because I think we would have had opinions on life. And we could have been like, hey, scribe, write this down, etch it, etch it in history. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Also, I think a big part of ancient Greece is just the name that you get. Yeah, it, it was the name you got. If you had one of those names, Socrates, Aristotle, Plato, that's you're, you're automatically a, a revered person. You just need the name. That, yeah, like like you said, like those names are names that are like easy to pronounce in English, but a lot of them are almost impossible to pronounce in English, and those people are forgotten. You know, there's like three P's in a row. It's like what the hell name is? This? It's like Parsippus right. or something. Yeah, if you got if you got hit with one of those names, you're gonna get forgotten. Oh, it doesn't matter how good your ideas are. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe the only reason why we remember those guys is because they had easy easy names to remember. I'm not gonna lie. I think that's 100% what it is. And I think we might thrive simply because we have four letter names that are easy to Listen, pronounce. Mike and Jake. Mike and Jake. I mean, we would be right up there. Plato, that's what, five? Plato. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's like the most famous. 
It's all about the name. Yeah, it's all about the name. If you have a complicated name now, change it to something simple. Now it could work, though, because we're the opposite of Greece now. So now maybe it plays your advantage. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I still would rather have a simple name. Yeah, me too. We're simple guys, though. Yeah, we're simple guys. Um, So, you know, what's the verdict here? Ancient Greece, maybe not perfect, but we got to respect a lot of what they did. You got to remember where you came from. And in our <laughs> in our philosophy of life and mindset, it all started there. So we're thankful for them. You got to remember your roots, exactly. And uh, let's let's not forget uh, all that they have done for for the movement. Yeah, I agree. So we'll put a pin in that one, listeners. Let us know what you think about ancient Greece. Maybe you got some other opinions. Yeah, I mean, this is a topic we'll probably revisit because, like we said, they laid the foundation. There's so many things that go back there, so we might get a good story. We'll come back. We'll come back to it. We reserve the right right to to come back to it at at any time. Yeah, we basically reserve the right to take this podcast in any direction we want. Next week might be a sports podcast. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. We're not tied to anything. No. That's that's the life we want to live. Uh, Should we talk about... Oh, something was in the news this week. There was something big in the news. Yeah, uh, today, Tom Cruise freaks out on uh, his staff or what was on the set because of uh, breaking COVID uh, violations or whatever. Listen, you know how I feel about Cruise. I know. Big I think he's the best actor who ever lived. You're, I mean, the Cruise guy. to you is Keaton to me. It is. Yeah. It is. I think he's, I don't think he gets enough credit for everything that he does. All right, he's literally doing impossible stunts <laughs> on set. The Mission Impossible films are documentaries. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's valid. I think it goes without saying that he's our person of the week. Um, he's the person of the week. Well, so he's in the news for berating people on set for not following COVID protocols. Yeah, and so I want to, I mean, for this is my personal opinion. I know you're a big fan of this guy, so I don't want to like, you know insult him in any way but i think he's a person of the week because he's some one of those people that does too much he does a lot but at the same time he's just being himself like the knock on cruise is like oh you know he plays himself in every movie first of all who would you want to be anybody else if you're him all right i'd play myself every single time if i was tom cruise (laughs) (laughs) second of all he's doing what he enjoys doing yeah. Okay, which is acting and doing adrenaline-seeking stunts. All right, that's who what he would be doing if there were no cameras on him. Right. So, in my opinion, people are, might be like, "Oh, he's doing a lot," but he's just doing him. Yeah. So that means he's not doing something beyond what he wants to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're cutting. Like, out. Oh, you cut out a little bit for a sec. No, no. We'll edit. We'll edit. We'll edit. We'll edit it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, though. He's uh he is an actor, so he can't be doing that much. Uh, and he is and, and he was yelling at those guys to do less, right? That's true. He was. He did say in the recording, if you listen closely, he keeps saying, "If you do it again, you're fired." So they're doing something that he didn't like. He wanted them. To he do less. he's just like just don't do anything, just wear your mask and just sit there. Yeah, let me take care of this. Let me take care of it. Everybody else needs to do nothing so I can take care of uh, this movie. Yeah. He seems a little but he's, 
he's also saying though that they're Hollywood's looking to to this movie, Mission Impossible Seven, this documentary. They're looking to it as a as a test to see if you know filming should be taking place on other sets across across the globe. And uh, he's really trying to uh, keep uh, an industry alive that allows you to survive while doing nothing. I think the real impossible mission is him trying to bring Hollywood back. <laughs> That's what he's trying to do right now. <laughs> he's got multiple impossible missions on, on this film, he's for doing, sure. He's doing two impossible missions at the same time. It's like an impossible mission they, with an impossible mission. Are they going to be wearing COVID masks during this film? Because like, I saw a picture of him you know, fighting somebody on top of a bullet train and he was wearing, he was wearing a COVID mask. Oh, really? That's amazing. Maybe they'll edit it out. They can fix it in post. You can fix anything in post. Um, so Tom Cruise, you know, he does do a lot though. He does a lot of stunts. He's doing a lot on set. Um, so that is, it is uh, tough to say that this guy should be a person of the week for the do less movement. He's just the person of the week because he had a hilarious freak out, and you know we reserve the right to kind of abandon our philosophy for the sake of the funny. And he's yeah, hilarious. I'll tell you what. Yeah, having no philosophy uh, and having no bounds—that's doing less. Yeah, having so no we, we have we, we have no rules. Having no philosophy is our philosophy. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, speaking of stunts, we're going to say profession of the week stuntman yeah so similar to how philosophers um only need one thing to be a philosopher you need wisdom to be a stuntman you just need balls that's all that's the only requirement that's it are you do you have balls you could be a stuntman i'll tell you what i would not be a stuntman but i would not i i would be a stuntman for tom cruise that's doing nothing because he does all his own stunts That's the position you want in Hollywood. That's like the, the the third string quarterback. That's a great job, stuntman for Tom Which, Cruise. Unbelievable, unbelievable <laughs> job, st- stuntman for Tom Cruise. That that is what I aspire to be. Or Jackie Chan. I would be a stuntman for Jackie Chan. Yeah, either one of those guys. Yeah, we have a similar based, build, I think. It, yeah, and based on what I know about stuntmen, it's really all based on the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where Brad Pitt played Leo stuntman and he never even got into a scene. He was just like driving his car around and living in his house and cooking meals. And he, he, if he fixed the roof one day, Oh, you know, you lost me at he, the roof. Uh, that's a good point. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that's he, he was making him do odd jobs other than the roof part, other than the I manual labor. Said roof, yeah. 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 That was uh that was a flaw in the movie for sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't like that. I might not watch that film now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen it. All right. Yeah, but he, he's a stuntman. He doesn't do anything really. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. But no, it's a good job. Not for us. We're not tough. But for the tough guys that can do less, great job. Stuntman. Great job. And uh, I'm putting in my application for Tom Cruise's uh, stunt guy. Yeah, and if Jackie Chan's still doing stunts, uh, I would love to do that job as well. <laughs> that we touched on a lot this episode yeah kind of covered the foundation of what brings us here and you know next week we'll have another one and by the fifth or sixth episode when this podcast you know we'll have a lot of ads by then probably Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah yeah. listen to it now when there's less ads because we're gonna be firing 
ads at you left and right yeah, uh, a exactly. few episodes from now. Exactly. You know, we need to we need to monetize this. We thing. need to start monetizing this. Right now we're in the red. Yeah, we're in the red big time. I mean, we just Mike just got a microphone, so we're even more in the red than we were last week. That's true. Now we're <laughs> each week we're getting progressively more in the red. Yeah, but it's an investment. We're uh, investing in our future. It's all as soon as it turns around, we're gonna be millionaires. So like we might at a point be like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, but that that's when I'm pretty sure like that's when things flip. Like the more you invest. The, the the greater the upside 100 percent high risk high reward we're taking a lot of risk because uh it's all on credit card but um it's all it, yeah. and that's nothing it doesn't matter swipe the card again yeah if you cut the card the debt goes away i think um yeah the uh oh i we could cut this if we have to but potentially could could be good to put it out to the listeners we have heard from a few of you there is a do less god bless podcast if you think it's mm. confusing or if you think it's hard to find ours let us know if you have a different name. Let us know. Um, but, you know, if we don't want any confusion, because uh, we're probably right We, we just found this out about this the other day, and I do like the guy who, who is the, the, the comedian who started. He's an internet comedian. His name's Trey Kennedy. Guy does hilarious skits. I think he likes doing less in his life. His, that that pods a little more variety, you know, uh, to just hit on every topic. You know, we – we have a particular philosophy that we espouse every episode. Um, I'm not a fan of changing the name. I think that would be doing more. Jake, he might have some creative differences. We'd like the the, the, the listeners to to give us some feedback. You can email us at dolesspodcast23 at gmail.com and let us know what you think about the name. It is crazy that we're Do Less Podcast 23, but we're the second biggest podcast with the name Do Less in it. Yeah, that is that's pretty good. Uh, that's true. There are some other do less podcasts out there, and uh, we're clearly number two. Yeah, so we can hang our soon to be, on that. But soon to be number one. My concern is, yeah, we're gonna get so big, and I just want to avoid avoid legal disputes down the line with these guys, you know. So if we need to change, uh, we'll put on the listener. You guys weigh in. Let us know. I don't think it's the same. We independently came up with it. I think we're we're fine. Uh, theirs is do less, God bless. That that seems like a lot. Ours is just do less. Yeah, I will say they didn't follow their own advice and they put twice the amount of words and uh, letters that they, well, more than that. Right. Even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so let us know about that. Let us know what you think about Ancient Greece, Tom Cruise, Stuntmen. Uh, you know, this was episode three. And, uh, you know, we just want to inspire you all to to do less out there. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks for joining this week. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week.